Hey, it's Paul Purnell here from the RPG Empire. So I have a couple of quick announcements, really quick, hopefully. Uh, first of all, we absolutely adore you. We think you are amazing, and we really are so thankful that you listen to our podcast and that you're a part of our community. And that said, we want to invite you to our uh, Discord server where you can communicate with us, you can ask questions about the stories, you can submit your own fan art, and we can all go like, oh my god, I can't believe they made it look so cool, or whatever we say. And then also, uh, you can, you know, ask questions about running games and how that all works. So definitely hop on over there and join the community more uh, actively. We would love to have you. Um, also, the best thing you can do to support the RPG Empire, besides sending us fat stacks of cash, which we'll always accept, you know, envelopes, you can just address it right to me, um, <laughs> is uh, if you tell a friend. So 100% the best way for a podcast to grow is for people to hear about it from people they trust like you. So I know you have at least one friend. And tomorrow, I want you to go and tell them about this podcast that you're listening to right now that you love so that we can continue to grow and uh, and just really grow as a community. So that's your mission. Uh, and the final last thing to, to just request and say is if you want to support the RPG Empire with actual dollars, the best way you can do that right now is to buy our book, The Dust World RPG PBTA Quick Start Guide. It's five bucks. It's in our uh, shop on therpgempire.com. It's a super light read. It's 30 pages of fantastic layout, great art, and it teaches you everything you need to know to play a Powered by the Apocalypse game if you've never done that. Uh, maybe not everything you know. It It's brief. It's a quick start guide. But uh, it also comes with the playbooks and all the reference sheets. So we would love for you to do that and then hop in the Discord and tell us what, what you like about it, what you don't like about it. We're going to continue to uh, work on that until it's completely done. It should be around 300 pages, include a bunch of awesome manga art because we're really inspired by manga and anime. And uh, that's about it. So uh, those three things, again, were join the Discord to tell a friend, or buy the Dust World book, or do all three. We really appreciate that you listen to the podcast and that you're part of our community, and we can't wait to talk to you more in the Discord. So with all of that said, I'm going to let you get back to the show. Have a good day. Previously on Strangers in the Pines. So we see these big, massive bugs. Hi. All right, Shadow Chad, I think we know where the nest of these things would be if we assume it's in this central thing. Maybe I should focus on getting some more weapons. Donnie, the creatures run at you, and one of them try basically raise this, like, line of this steaming, goopy substance that's like that brown and orange wax, and it hits the ground, and you see it steaming and, and bubbling as it sets. Oh, shit! Oh! Okay, Dottie, it's my plan now, and I pick up my sword and I charge after these guys. Uh, yeah, I want to get this thing's attention and draw it to me, and then I'm going to try to use that chemical on it. But first, I'm just shooting it. Danny, you're back. Where did I go? Uh, I don't know. You were fire, Danny, for a few minutes. It was pretty dope, bro. Lucas, you look strange. There's there's a creature there. Let's Let's get rid of it. I agree. It didn't have to be this way. It really didn't.
Plays. I'm Isaac, the Deep of Strangers in the Pines, an actual play roleplay podcast using Monster of the Week rules, inspired by things like Gravity Falls, Stranger Things, and Twin Peaks. Let's begin. Hey, there's a town called Pine Forge. You heard of it? Yeah, it's nestled in the heart of the Blackwood National Park in Northeast Oregon. <laughs> the town seems small and quaint at first. But if you know what to look for, and you look hard enough, you realize something strange is brewing under the surface and in the pines that surround the town. This story follows four unusual high school students that we marked as they try to unravel the mysteries of the strangers in the pines. Yeah, you guys look around and suddenly it's, it's dark. I mean, it's pitch black. You guys are lost in darkness. Uh, can I see? Cause I have cat eyes. Uh, yes. You shift back to your cat eyes, and it is it is gray. Uh, it is gray and kind of blurry, but it is you can see your your friends in the cave, and everyone else you're blind. Does Danny still have his headlamp? Uh, Romian, act under pressure check. It was a little lamp on the uh, that he had in a satchel on his belt, wasn't it? Oh yes, yes, yes. Um, yeah, he has it. Hey guys, it's uh pretty dark, but I can see. Just give me a second. And he's gonna go into like where that card is and see if there's anything he could like make into fire or if there's any lamps or anything. Any lamps or any fire? Not that you can see. You think the nearest lamp you you saw was probably some busted electric lamps in the old mine shaft, um, hmm. but that's that's probably about as best you could do. We can probably all make our way out just with my my light. I have a light, and you can follow me. Okay, I can see fine. Just a second. And uh, nobody can see this, but I'm shedding, and I imagine that it looks like a snake shedding skin, but it's just hundreds of layers. And as they all come off, they kind of like dissolve into particles, and then I'm back into my sort of like normal human form. Oh, man, that was... Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, let's get out of here. Uh, I'll grab... I'm like looking around, because I forget that you warped. I'm like... Guys, uh, I don't see Chad anywhere. Did he get eaten or something? I don't remember. God willing. And I, <laughs> and I don't remember if Danny saw it or not. Well, crap. Uh, hang on a second. I'll, I'll, I'm going to try something. Because um, I don't think that Lucas would just leave if, if he thought Chad might be here still. So I'm thinking I will do see, see another place uh, through the use magic. Because you and got try and, infected. Yeah, and try and see if I can see where Chad is, just to make sure that he's safe. 13. Uh, you see. So um, I'll take over with what Chad is doing, and Isaac, you can jump in when he needs to interact with somebody. Okay. Um, okay. So, so, so like, I'm trying to, like, really look for Chad, and, like, kind of, like, the same way that I've sort of accessed other people by like just really focusing in on them. And all of a sudden my vision kind of goes dark and I start seeing 
Do you see kind of through my eyes or are you seeing like sort yeah, of as a yeah. loose sort of third person sort of weird, weird sort no, of thing? No, I think I see directly through your eyes. All right. So you see darkness that just sort of molds away as as Chad, you know, comes out of the shadows in this this trailer office looking place. Um, he quickly crosses the, the floor, passing several computers. It looks like somebody's recently ransacked this little office. Um, he opens the door, walks out onto the little porch, looks around quickly to spot where the guards are, and starts marching directly and purposefully over to where the uh, little gathering of security guards are. Then these guys are like militia. They're like armed. Uh, this is not your typical corporate security. Does Lucas keep watching? I think Lucas would keep watching. Maybe I'm just kind of stuck in Chadville yep, for a moment. He's stuck. Um, Danny, you see Lucas is just kind of like frozen. Um, Dottie, what are you doing? Nothing. I'm just standing there waiting for somebody to properly light the way out of the tunnel. I have no expression on my face. My head is just kind of bowed down a little bit. Oh, all right. So, two are in, Danny, two of your friends are in stasis. Um, Chad, you approach the, um, the kind of malicious security guards and they go, Hey, what are you doing? And they kind of like, shift and turn towards you and and one of them kind of runs over uh the other one's kind of sitting up on the guard tower and has just kind of his uh rifle kind of resting on the guard uh, on the on the kind of railing next to him as he looks out of, looks yeah, out at you and chad as you know per normal is you know dressed to the nines in, in fashion but he's Spent a couple of nights in jail. He's, uh, you know, been kicked out. He's gone to the radio station, been through an earthquake, and then fought some monsters. He's pretty beat up looking, but he's not showing it. He just marches over to whoever's the sort of leader looking and says, you know who I am? The person looks at you. He's like kind of, he looks about 30. He's got a little bit of a scruffy red beard. and He just kind of like. Looks kind of like listen, looks up uh, so I just I just cut him right off. Say, listen, get on the horn to my father. Let him know that I've solved his little bug problem. I need you to get your men and get down there and secure that cave and secure those materials. Uh, roll a manipulate somebody. Yeah. <laughs> Funny Show me that, that magic. Out. Yeah, so uh, manipulate somebody is, I believe, plus... No, it's plus charm, isn't it? Yep, plus charm. Which is not my forte. <laughs> I, I got a six. So you got an a X, six. There's an XP uh-huh. for me. He looks at you and he kind of like grabs you by your 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 coat collars. And he goes, you know what we're going to do? You're gonna, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to throw you out of here. I'm going to watch you walk all the way down the road. And if I see you back here again... Well, you're going to be in jail next time. Listen, um, what is your name? Ted, uh, there's a couple of kids down there right now, and they're doing God knows what to all the God knows what is down there. My my dad is not going to think kindly of this. Yes, I'm on the outs with him right now, but I think he's going to be happy to know that those damn things are gone, and he's going to want to get some people in here. So, yeah. You and can as you're ke- in the middle of kind of like saying that and talking – uh, he literally kind of like he, he takes you, he grabs you by your pe- lapels, 
kind of lifts you up. He's 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 a pretty big guy, you know. He's a pretty standard security guy. He's younger, and so he's pretty well fit. And he tosses you on the ground on your ass as the guy on the tower, um, basically kind of lifts up his hunting rifle, which you know are Chad. Uh, Chad. Chad vanishes. Poof. You turn into shadow in front of them. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> uh, nice. Well, okay, when that uh, happens, I think we definitely cut back to Lucas, because I don't think my connection will work in another dimension. No. Yeah, I think that's a very good point. Yep. <laughs> I will end my little segue here on one little thing. Chad, the shadows formulate right beside his Jeep, and he staggers and puts his hand to his head. And he's like, oh! And uh, we'll come back to you guys. Okay, so... Uh, Danny, Danny, the whole time, has just been uh, going, Lucas, Lucas, hey, Lucas, 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 okay. Lucas, whoa, Lucas, whoa. hey. Oh, hey, hey, okay, back up, back up, whoa, okay, okay, hold, whoa, oh, are, uh, are Lucas okay? is just kind of, like, holding his face. Oh, yeah, um, I found Chad. That was super weird. So I, it was like I was watching a TV show, but it was like the all Chad douchebag channel, and it was just nothing but douchebag all the time, like twenty four seven. And I could like feel his like his thoughts, and now I feel like I need a shower. But uh, yeah, I uh, would not no, watch that show. He, he's not dead, and I'm pretty sure that that security is going to be coming. So let's just get out of here, uh, Dottie. Do you need a ride? I can. You, you can just hop on my back. Dottie just gives him this really dull look and does not take up the offer. She's just okay. trudging. Okay, fine. Uh, I'm dragging my sword behind me, and uh, I want to just try and absorb it and leave the, the tree branch like that I used behind. Um, I don't right. think that needs to roll no, anything no, for you that. Should wait. You should wait for me. I have the light. Uh, Lucas, you kind of absorb your bone back in your arm, and it's weird because... You for just um, just an instant, you have this moment where it doesn't quite respond, and then it it, it responds <laughs> afterward. But uh, yeah, huh. you pull your so your uh, your bone arm back in, and you leave this like like sort of tree this tree this um, yeah it's like a small tree trunk yeah just in the middle of this uh in the middle of this cavern um. Actually, I think Lucas would feel a little bit uh, paranoid now that all of this has happened. And I just want to, like, make sure that I don't leave any DNA evidence. Uh, can can I, I don't know, maybe just uh, either maybe use the infected and just try and, like, gather all my infected matter or just roll weird or something just to, roll like, if weird, there's... Roll me a weird check. Yeah, just and, any and think... blood splashes and... I like um, I like the idea that Dottie has kind of gone ahead even even without the light has just kind of yeah. started walking and Danny's kind of like following after her saying like you you need the light Dottie I have the light you know what I mean Dottie yeah, says yeah. nothing uh, yeah while you guys are doing that Lucas is sort of like tuning into his weird meat monsterness I rolled an eleven so just like any little blood puddles or spray or anything is either just dissolves or it just like kind of creeps its way back into my shoe no it's it's <laughs> weird because you know at first it's just like a little stream almost just like a line of of blood and then other other material other you know 
different, you know, pieces of skin that got ripped off from claws and things like that start to gather. And then soon it's just like a small golf ball sized um, ball of, of, of just this weird biomatter um, rolls over to you and then kind of like ge- like ge- reverse gelatin melts into your leg. It's yeah, that's kind of what I was imagining. Yeah, I'm like, oh, okay, that w- that looked way grosser than I thought it would. Okay, it's like, oh, guys, guys, I'm 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 coming. It it's left just like, a lump. It had yeah. to have left a lump. No, no, it's weird. <laughs> it's like watching a tumor grow in reverse. It's just. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I got this lump and it's like oozing back into my leg. Yeah, right. so I think we just make our way out of the hole. Okay, you make your way out of the hole. Um, So you guys are standing up top and is there anything you guys want to do or say while you, you three are still together um, before you head back into town? I just walk away. I don't have... Alrighty. Hey, Dottie. Dottie, wait. Are, are you okay? What... what? What's going on? I mean, I stop obviously, for a we... second, as if I'm listening, and then I just keep walking again. You're a ride, dude. You got to tree port us somewhere. It's okay, Lucas. I can I can get us home. I know where we are. <sighs> well, that's good. I I think we should probably follow her though. Like, I don't know, a bear might get her. I guess she just beat up a giant monster bug, but maybe she'd be fine. Do you, do you think Do you think that that's what we should do? Is follow her? Probably. No, let's go this way instead. <laughs> Experience. <laughs> now, now, technically, I think you have to just go and go that way and like not like counter propose. You know, it's like you got to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, Danny, Danny just. Uh, <laughs> Danny just goes the other way. <laughs> perfect it's a move well spent uh okay okay danny uh yeah you head that way i've i've got an idea um uh (laughs) i'm doing all the rolls tonight uh i want to do use magic and uh i'm gonna summon a monster into this world but uh it's just gonna be like a little creature that can follow follow her and keep tabs on her for me um maybe i'll make just like a raven a raven? Uh, yeah. Because it's right. black and it doesn't take too much effort. Um, okay, so I do use magic. I actually got a 12. I really need to get on my next turn, make this marked advance. Um, so it works perfectly without and just choose my effect. My effect is yeah. summon a monster into the world. The monster is just going to be like, like that little glob that I just made out of all my junk. But instead, it's just like falls out of me and then turns into a raven and then flies after her. Yeah. It's weird. It's basically you kind of like like picture like almost you're like sculpting a raven and you're trying to get this mental this mindset right of like all right, I I am going to I'm going to do this and basically your hand falls off. <laughs> Perfect. I'm like thinking about this. Just my hand falls off and it things after her. Uh, your hand falls off and just starts to like shake and twitch and, and just like this horrible sound of like cracking and shifting as all the bones rearrange as that I slowly... think it hurts too. I'm just like, ow, oh 
no, 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 you can't feel it. You just have to oh, watch okay. the horror of your, like, oh, weird fleshy stump while your oh. hand has a seizure on the ground and then turns oh. into a raven and flies off as oh, you're, God. Y you look down and then all of a sudden, this is when it starts to feel uncomfortable as your hand slowly grows back. I, sh I should have a baby hand for a little while. <laughs> oh, you do. You do. <laughs> Awesome. Yeah. So I, I run after Danny with my baby hand. I'm just like, God, this is so freaking trippy. This is like the thing all over again. I'm the, th oh shit. I'm the thing. Do, but if, but would the thing know that they were the thing? If they were the thing? Uh, okay. I got to talk to Biggs. This is, this is creeping me out. I'm talking to myself too much. Shut up self. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Shut up. No, seriously. Shut up. Danny, Danny, wait up. <laughs> you, you hear in your mind, uh, <laughs> I was never allowed to watch the thing. <laughs> yeah, I'm just like, okay, uh, yeah, and I just keep running after Danny, and hopefully, uh, Raven, Raven Lucas will keep tabs on Dottie. <laughs> um, so what's Chad doing? Okay, so Chad, um, you know, staggers by his uh, Jeep for a few minutes, like just uh, splitting headache. Um, the uh, transporting both rapidly and multiple times through this dimension, you know, kind of gave him a migraine and um, yeah, basically giving myself an excuse not to use it all the time. You know, uh, so I'm thinking that, you know, Chad is kind of negatively affected when he keeps doing this over and over again. So he just, Oh, shakes it off and then he's going around to the back of the jeep um, where he's got all the files and the um, documents he, he horked out of that office and there's a black case I'm going to try to open that and see if I can figure out what's in it uh, alright roll me a sharp check well so it gotta be better than that last roll nope <laughs> does it blow up no uh, you have no idea how to open this no. thing it doesn't have any oh, real. No. It's it's weird. It doesn't even look like it has a seam where the where the or or hinges where it would you know where it would open. But there's this strange lock on the front of it, which basically has. It almost looks like you need to insert some sort of card into it. You have forgotten actually how to open locks. <laughs> yeah, doors now a mystery. Chad no longer knows how to do doors. <laughs> well, I did just level up, so I'm taking plus one to a rating, and um, I'm going to improve my charm by one, which I really desperately need it. That gives me a plus one. Oh, nice. So, uh, and I think on the next the next leveling up is when I'm going to seriously consider uh, changing playbooks. But for now, I'm really enjoying who Chad is. <laughs> I think we all are. Chad is just this guy. He's just this guy, you know. That that's very very strange. Okay, okay, think Chad, think. Um there's these monsters, they're in the cave and they they were going to destroy the town and we stopped them and they killed them and they turned into light and blew up. Okay, that sounds weird. That sounds weird. Uh, I'm not that much of a douche. Okay, um got this weird box, can't open it. I've got all these documents. As you kind of get to the bottom of the documents. Have you kind of looked through your your car yet? Uh, sure. All right. Um, you get through the bottom of the documents, and you're kind of looking through, trying to figure out the box. You notice that there's a book 
that you didn't recognize from the uh, from the office, and it's this kind of leather bound um, leather bound book. And as you pull it out from underneath the files, it reads uh, "The Charismatic Wayfarer, Volume Seven. Volume Seven. We had Volume Five before, right? Yep. Do you open it? Uh, yes, I do. Um, you open it, and and the top in your handwriting reads, this is the journal of Chadwick Woodmore the seventh, and then it's blank. Does it say CW7 on it? On the, uh, on the spine of it. I don't understand what you, quite what you mean by that. Oh, just Chad, I think Chad signs, signs everything CW7. No, this is your, this is your full name. Ah, Straight. Okay, this this is weird. I didn't write this. Um, it is blank. Ah, yep. Okay. okay um, this is in a it, puzzle. Uh, in it, you kind of like sorting through the pages, you find a note, and it simply says, um, continue, learn, be free. Well, I like that. I like that. Okay, so I'm going to take that book out of the packet of everything else, and I'm going to put that book in the glove compartment uh, separate. Uh, I don't really have a secure, um, you know, kind of thing on my Jeep. I just have a hidden, like, place in the back where I put all this stuff. I'm going to get in a car and head off toward the mansion. Uh, You head towards the mansion, and you pull up through the driveway. Um, but the gates are locked to the, to the actual upper veranda and where you would actually park your car. Well, that's interesting. People are coming in and out of here all the time. It's almost as if he was expecting me coming. Um, I'm going to, but is there, do we actually have like a live person in like a security guard, uh, station or is it like one of those buzzers you press and no, you have a, you actually have a live guard and he's kind of sitting in the, in the, in the booth, um, on the inside of the, uh, of the gate and he's kind of reading a newspaper. I, I pull up, you know, to the gate. Hey Frank. Hey Chad. I've uh, got some important information I need to discuss with my dad. I'm not trying to get in, and I know I've been kicked out and all the f- stupid stuff, but I think he's really going to want to talk to me. You want to, like, buzz up to the house and see if he'll give me five minutes of his precious time? It's not here, Chad. He left for a business meeting over in um, Munich. Trans, tra- translate he went skiing in Aspen with his new trophy wife uh got it um very well uh thank you for your hey, time Frank wait a minute wait a minute wait a minute before you go um uh, what's his face the the one of your dad's oh I always forget his name the kind of mousy looking one, the scientist dude. He told me to uh, to give you this something about a research project, and um, he hands you a slip of paper. Oh, interesting. Um, thank you very much, Frank. You know, take care, take care of the family. Sorry, I probably won't be seeing much of you in the near future. You've been a good man, and with that, Chad will kick up the Alpine stereo blaring. No, oh, I don't know. Uh, um, Blackwater some- by Doobie Brothers. 
That sounds really like a Chad kind of jam. Yep, Blackwater. And um, he's going to um, head on down the road toward the radio station. All righty. Um, you guys have about sort of, since the town got to, got had some issue with the cracks, school's been closed for the past two weeks. Um, oh, God, so we're tell gonna... me that the libraries have been open. Uh, <laughs> the one, the one mm. didn't suffer really any damage. It got lucky, so it's been open. Uh, it's weird, though. All the, most of the streets are closed, so nobody's really driving around. All right, uh, let's go with Lucas first. Uh, you've had about two weeks. What have uh, what have you what have you been doing since the um, the bug attack? Um, okay, so like the week after, I think I spent a lot of time just kind of like almost meditating, trying to figure this stuff out, and talking with Biggs. So Lucas's house is like. Uh, pretty much a, a lot of the houses I imagine kind of the cul-de-sacs back up to the woods here. And so Lucas's house is kind of this older uh, kind of house reminds me of like the Spiderwick Chronicles or something. Um, but it's like one of several houses, but the in between the houses is pretty far apart. It's like, you know, like uh, maybe an acre or, or more kind of a, in between. Um, and so uh, Lucas is going to, go with Biggs and try and find the lab in the back where he originally like fell in. Um, so maybe we can do that scene of like me convincing Biggs to go there, I guess. Uh, so right now you're kind of like, had just walked out your back, uh, back door and Biggs is kind of laying in this pass patch of grass that's lit up. That's just like in the sunshine, just kind of like laying on his back as he looks at you doing a, just a cat thing. Yeah, I'm like, uh, hey, um, well, first I brought you this and I reach into my bag and I pull out like a can of sardines and uh, he does this funny thing where he eats the whole can and spits the can back out and I just drop it into his like maw. <laughs> he knows this is a, he has a feeling this is a bribe of some sort, but he loves sardines. And so he kind of walks over, over and also does the, he kind of like looks around it for a second. And then his whole neck kind of like extends like a snapping turtle and he just eats the can of sardines. <laughs> and then it kind of like goes down. You can kind of see the outline of the can as it goes into him. And then like 10 seconds later, he just, ping, he fires it out of his gullet. It kind of like, ping, boom, ping, as it, as, it, as it hits the rocks. Finally comes to a rest as he looks up. All right. I'm successfully butted up. What do you want? <laughs> what are we doing that doesn't get old that's that's just like the weirdest thing but it's still awesome um so i want to go back to the place where we were born you mean san, san Bernardino? no no the place where whatever happened to us this this thing that whatever you want to call it our powers our infection our transformation that's, I mean, that's probably the best word I would, I would use for it. Is, is transformation. Yeah, yeah. I have a pretty good idea where it was, but I didn't want to go by myself. I, I'm, you know, I'm Lucas. I'm happy, happy to accompany you there. It's always cool. So he um, kind of he he looks at you and and you know, as you get a little more somber, he realizes this isn't you know trying to. 
learn how to turn into the mailman. This is a little more somber and kind of moves next to you. Um, as he, I'm assuming you guys will head into the forest. Yeah. And as we go in, uh, I want to ask him, well, so, Hey Biggs, uh, a couple weeks ago, there was this weird man creature around the house. Uh, I, I couldn't find you anywhere, but I, I thought it was you, but there was this like tall, skinny guy. And I think Dottie called him the rag man. Uh, he like shows up before like calamities or some, some weird crap. And he was tall and skinny. And I don't even know if he had a face. It was, it was pretty weird. Do you know anything about that? I'm, uh, he kind of, he actually looks a little, he looks nervous. He's like, I haven't heard of the, heard of, heard of the rack man, but, uh, I'm, I'm not really sure about that, but I, I just, I can't believe he got on without us noticing. I mean, I'm pretty well aware of what's going in and out of our house. Well, where were you? This was like after the first time the burrowers happened and I turned into Super Lucas or whatever. Oh, oh, after that, I, um, I had to go wander for a little bit, um, is the best word. Uh, I'm, Lucas, I'm, I'm sorry, I, di- I didn't know. Yeah, I was, I was really freaked out, man. I'm, I'm sorry, I, 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 I am sorry, Lucas. I'm. I didn't mean to leave you alone like that. Yeah. As just... his head kind of like turns and looks towards the ground, a little deject. Yeah. It's it's okay. I mean, I I got busy pretty quick after that, <laughs> and then you you came and and we figured this out, you know, like we do. Um, oh, I think it's near here somewhere. Um, all right. Uh, roll me a sharp check. I got a 10. <laughs> yeah, you got a 10? All right. Yeah. So my question will be, what is being concealed here? Being concealed here. Uh, you are walking around and you suddenly, uh, you see a tree that you recognized. And it had, um, the names, um, Reggie and Sally carved into it. Up top, and you recognize that it was, and it's strange because right in front of this tree was the aspen grove. And as you're sort of looking around, you find that on the the back of that tree, there's this little panel, and you slide it, and it looks it's disguised as bark, but as you slide it across, uh, you see this kind of small gray button. Do you press it? Uh, hey, Biggs, look. I'm going to press it. Uh, maybe just be ready in case monster attack. I don't know. Uh, you watch his big swells up to probably about the size of a bobcat and like has all these bone spurs to kind of pull out of them. Well, damn. Okay, cool. Uh, I, I press you the said get ready. I mean, yeah, <laughs> no, I like it. <laughs> it's a good look for you. Thanks. I press the button. <laughs> all right. So as you do that, uh, Biggs kind of like braces himself, um, but suddenly kind of this weird shimmering effect happens. Like, uh, imagine like horizontal TV static, like these lines of white and gray kind of like fuzz out in front of you. And then suddenly there it is. 
this large aspen grove, and in the center is this um, opened, almost kind of alt door. It's like this big metal door with this large round opening that just kind of, it almost looks like a, a shack in the woods made out of metal. Okay, so it's vertical? Yeah, it's vertical. It's vertical. Okay, cool. So somehow uh, when I got infected or Lucas got infected, Biggs and Lucas had fallen down through like a broken part of the, the ceiling essentially. So we never, I don't, I think we did find the exit eventually, um, but we were so out of it because <laughs> I was basically like transforming. I had this super high fever and stuff. So yeah, I um, I like, what? Okay, this is really strange. Uh, hey, Biggs, do you, do you sense anything that I should be aware of? Uh, Biggs kind of, he looks at you and goes, I'm, I don't, I, I got what you got, buddy. That's, that's, I mean... I'm not seeing since really anything different than that. Okay. Let me go first, Lucas. I don't want you to get hurt. Uh, okay, fair enough. Oh, I did. I did grow this while you were away, and I like lift up my shirt and show like how my skin can turn into like uh, bone plating. Uh, he he looks at you and is and kind of nods and you know gives thumbs. Well, it's. Definitely an adjustment. I will say that much. I hope you've been put it to some uh, to some use at least. Yeah. yeah. Well, you saw what I did to those uh, giant weird bugs. I did. We were. How did you feel about that, by the way? Uh, turning into a giant and killing giant bugs. It was pretty. It was pretty cool. I don't know. Kind of feels right. You know, like. My mom and dad always said help people and you know these things are creating earthquakes that's that's some bad shit just remember to oh do the best you can that's all I can say um as yeah. he kind of heads down into the bunker very slowly um uh he probably he comes back about 30 seconds later and goes um they're going to want to see this uh, I go into the bunker and I make my eyes do the cat thing so I can see better. Uh, so as you enter the bunker, you get down, uh, and you're looking around and you, you, everything, it's, everything's kind of like these weird gray and white shapes. It's a little bit, you're still getting used to your cat eyes and how they adjust to low light. Um, yeah. luckily you see, you see a light switch. Pound it, baby. Alrighty. Uh, you watch as these uh, rows of these yellow fluorescent lights click on as suddenly before you, you see this massive, well, it's not massive. It's probably about the size of a double, uh, well, probably about a double garage. And inside you see this um, sort of massive wall lined with all kinds of strange things. They look, some look like guns with, like, with extra wires hanging out. You're pretty Pretty sure you see just like a sword with the runes on it on the wall as well. Nice. Um, and then you see this strange uh, laboratory um, kind of setup where it's like a bunch of beakers and and you know the traditional laboratory sense, but it has all these strange 
uh, symbols carved into uh, carved into different things, and so it's it's strange. It looks like like a uh, <laughs> almost if, as if like a chemistry lab and a uh, and like a Latin textbook had a kid. <laughs> nice. Is is the does the place look disturbed since I last was here? Um, so it was like dust covered and I had fallen through the ceiling. There was a, a wall full of, uh, refrigerated like containment units. And that's where I found the virus and we can kind of go into that later. Um, and that's what ended up getting Biggs and I, uh, so no, it's actually sparkling clean that you guys look around and then suddenly, you see a small orb of light kind of manifest as um, as these three kind of projectors um, uh, kind of combined it in the center of the room, making this 3D shifting almost uh, almost like a clockwork style orb as the light comes around and looks at you and goes, Hello there! I'll what may the I hell? assist you today. What the hell? I put my hand through it immediately. <laughs> you feel it just, it doesn't feel like anything as it kind of like watches your hand. What the hell? Are you like a Star Wars hologram? And you watch as this blue kind of light comes out of the, the what you can only assume is the eye of it and scans you and Biggs. And then all of a sudden, all the lights and the, 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 lab go red as it goes containment breach sample oh, six y37 definitely blade fingers come out of my hands and i'm like on high alert um and then suddenly it goes it goes gene lock override what and it sh- it shifts um uh it shifts back to back to blue and it goes hello mr santiago it's good to see you again uh Good to see you too. If you're a hologram, I'm gonna call you Graham. Redesignating Graham. Uh, so what the hell, Graham? Give me the skinny. I, uh, I don't what? understand. What are you? What is this place? Ah. Well, um, for a re- uh, well, a reiterator of me, I am an aid, automated information dep- uh, depository. Aid, always happy to answer and help with what I can. Next, uh, Chad, what have you been doing in these two weeks? Okay, so, um, well, the day after or the morning after the event and you know, being turned away from the mansion and everything, I think Chad spent the night in the woods camping. He didn't really want to deal with any people. But the very next morning, uh, he did two things. One, he contacted uh, Pamela Dawson, the investment banker, to check and see what his personal finances look like. Um, and I was thinking maybe I could roll a low stake deal with the agency and uh, a success is he's got quite a bit of personal finance available uh, mid successes he's got enough money to get by and then a, a failure is basically 
his dad's cut him off from everything. He's got nothing, not even a penny to his name. Um, does that sound like a cool thing? Yeah. Roll All right. So rolling plus sharp. Duh! Chad's, Chad, Chad's broke. Well, no, no, low stakes means no XP, but uh, yeah, Chad's broke. Chad's got no money. He's completely cut off. I'm so sorry, Chad. Um, your dad had conservatorship over your accounts that has unfortunately closed them. If there, yeah. if you'd like to open an account today, we're happy to do so. Yeah, dicks will be a dicks, right? Um, don't suppose you'd be interested in a, in a slightly used Rolex, would you? She looks incredibly uncomfortable. Uh, no. Um, well, it was good talking to you, Chad. Uh, um, unfortunately, if you're, uh, if your business is done, we, uh, we have other, unfortunately, we have other clients that we're going to have to get to. Um, but if you want, you can make an appointment and we're happy to talk to you, uh, anytime. And she kind of like shoes you out of, out of her yeah, office. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chad's got a long memory for these kind of slights, uh, <laughs> and he will have his day. Um, so Chad leaves, and he's um, a little upset. Uh, you know, I mean, his father's kind of gone above and beyond with his, his total dickishness at this point. So, um, you know, Chad thinks it's very, very unfair. And I think what Chad is going to do is get in the Jeep and drive down to the sanitarium where his grandpa is, uh, um, you know, staying down at Palm Springs. That's a good two-day drive. So uh, Chad will probably pop by a local... Uh, more than two days. A couple... Fair enough. I I, I, I still... Because Chad has... Uh, he has he has no money for a flight. He has no money. He has no access to the private jet or the helicopters. He's got no choice but to drive. Uh, I think what he'll do is swing by a pawnbroker and like pawn his watch or something that he's got. You know, he's got to have something for a just a, a measly amount of cash to get there and back. Um, and he's going to drive down to see his grandpa or his grandfather. Yeah. yeah. Um, also, your grandfather's not in Palm Springs, Colo uh, Palm Springs, California. He's uh, outside of outside of Pine uh, of Pine Forge. There's actually. Um, is that just the name of the of the old folks' home? <laughs> Palm Springs well, old I, I, folks' I, I, home. I, th I think he's actually in in a home for the psychologically unstable. Yeah, it is. Um, it is known as the Catawba General. Um, mental institution and sanatorium. All right. Well, then, then uh, Chad will be driving cross town instead of cross country. That's great. So it's not. It's a. It's probably about a two hour drive into the mountains. They got him back there. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So uh, Chad. Chad gets in a jeep and he's got nothing better to do at this point uh, than to go talk to his grandfather because he needs to get some information, and that's the only resource he's got left. Alrighty, um, so you drive there, and you are greeted at the gates, um, you are let in, and luckily, you're, uh, uh, roll me, so you, you get in there, and you, you're in at the nurse's station, and she goes, um, hello there, sir, uh, you said you were here to, See Chadwick one more. Oh, I see you're uh, you're his grandson. That would be me. 
Is your father okay with this? Um, he he has he has to technical conservatorship over your grandfather. So uh, you know, I just have to ask just for the form. Uh, roll oh, me uh, a manipulate someone. Manipulating someone, um, which is charm. An eight. So they basically buy. Oh wait, actually, manipulate somebody is they. Um, I gotta give them something to, to, to show that I mean it. Um, uh, you know, you know what? Uh, uh, what's your name, Miss? Um, I'm Shannon. Shannon, um, the documents are all out in the car. It's a long walk, and it's hot out there today. Are you, you're really going to make me go back out there and, and, and get all the paperwork? Yeah, I'm obviously his grandson. Do me a favor. She kind of like she kind of goes, "Yep, you're definitely his grand. You're definitely his grandson." As um, he also regularly barters with me. <laughs> as she just kind of sides. Double checks your ID and goes, all right, um, we have 15 minutes. All right. So I guess I'm taken back to what's the conditions my grandfather's uh, being kept in here? Is it like comfortable and homey, like he's got slippers and books to read? Or is he like locked in a, a room with a, a like safety glass window and a cot? Um, it is a safety glass window and a cot. Do I know the backstory of of why he's kept here like this, or am I just com- completely didn't know? So your grandfather had a mental break. Um, that's what, at least what you were told um, after your probably about a month after your father took over the company and started mm-hmm. raving, uh, almost tried to kill your dad, and so he was put in here, uh, and so he he was he was put here. And ever since then, it has just been kind of this, he's just been in, in sort of this weird mix of either fugue state where he's just very silent or he will write down just massive equations um, yeah, and, and th- th- talk this, to himself. This was like when I was away at like a, a boarding school before I had to get transferred back here. So, yeah, I, I, it was all happened without my being here to know anything about it. That makes sense. All right, so I walk up to the door, and I just – I look sad when I, I, I see the condition that my, my grandfather's kept in. I turn to the, the guard uh, or to the you know the attendant, I assume, is a big burly dude that's like walking me down here in this white lab. Yeah, one of, the, one of the orderlies. Yeah. Um, is, is he dangerous? Uh, we've, I mean, we haven't had any, any periods of violence uh, here, but – Obviously, he was he was admitted for it. Um, I would say just be careful. Of course, if there's any problems, we'll come in and. Oh, sure, sure. Well, uh, what kind of treatment is he on? Is he on any kind of medication or anything like that? I should be aware of. Uh, we have he, we've tried different things, but you know, from antipsychotics to antidepressants, um, and none of it seems to work. I mean, it hasn't really changed his condition. And this guy, you are basically accompanied by an orderly and a doctor, and he's kind of explaining it to you. The orderly's silent. The doctor's the one that's actually talking to you. Oh, fair enough, fair enough. Yeah, uh, I apologize. I'm just concerned about my grandfather. I, I only recently found out that he was being kept here. I, I thought he was in a retirement home. So, 
Um, appreciate all the information, Doctor. So may may I go in? Um, he goes uh, absolutely as he takes out a key and um, unlocks it and lets you in. As all your right. grand your grandfather's actually sitting kind of quiet, sitting quietly uh, on the floor, looking at this piece of of equation. Um, I will walk quietly over to stand beside him and say, Grandfather Woodmore? And he just, he kind of sits there silently, just looking at the paper. I, I reach into my jacket and I pull out the, uh, the Wayfarer's uh, Journal 7 and I hand it to him. So you kind of offer it out to him and... He looks and he looks at it and he actually reaches up and grabs it and flips through the pages and looks up at you and goes, you need to learn how to do better entries. You haven't got anything in here yet. Yeah, I just got it, grandfather. Uh, I gained access to your uh, study and then promptly was kicked out of the house. Um, I came here today to speak with you because I know that the circumstances of my birth were somewhat trying and you were able to, shall we say, control my father, um, you know, to make him do what the legacy demanded he do. And now I find myself in a position where I think I need some leverage, and I'm hoping you might be able to help me get back in control of the legacy. As you say this, your grandfather lets out a very low smile and a nod. Hmm. Looks like you've, yeah, you've got some wood more in you after all. It's it's very interesting that I decide to start doing something, shall I say, noble, and I am crushed by it. So um, I feel the need to protect our town from whatever's going on out here. I've been sucked into these strange situations unaware. I, I did not expect these kind of things to be happening but obviously you know what's going on out there and probably far better than i by the way is there any secret way into your study in the house because i need to get back in there and get back to those books and dad will not let me on the grounds He, as you're kind of talking, he reaches up and put a hand, puts a hand on your shoulder and goes, Trust me, Chad. I understand how you feel. Hello, players. It's Paul Purnell, the creative director of the RPG Empire. I hope you've been enjoying Strangers in the Pines. I wanted to let you know that we're currently creating a new Powered by the Apocalypse game called Dust World. It's in the same setting as our podcast if you're familiar with that the new rules and the flavor really help the game flow and enable it to create those epic dramatic scenes like you might find in anime if you're interested in checking that out check out the link in the description also 
you can always join our email list for when we are going to kickstart that or other news about what the RPG Empire is up to. And that is also in the description. So a lot of good stuff going on in the description. Don't forget, you can find us on social media at the RPG Empire. We're We're everywhere. everywhere. Now back to the show. You know, when you own the land, you always own what's under it too. The rest, well, or what more? Or figure, figure it out. And as you kind of say this, um, you get this kind of buzz from the outside that goes, last minute. You didn't say there was a time limit. I haven't seen my grandpa in eight years. No response. <laughs> I smile, sort of a slow smile. So, grandpa, you want to get out of here? It's grandfather, and oh. I would be delighted to leave. So, um, I'm going to... Are, are, is this room, like, well-lit, like, brightly lit, or is it, like, uh, a typical, like, sanitarium room where it's, like, like maybe one bulb and a metal-graded glass bubble on the ceiling? No, it's like, I mean, it's not in any sort of way, like, it's not, like, awful conditions. He's not being kept in some sort of pen. It's a, I mean, it's just a pretty standard white, white, white room. There's nothing, anything good or bad about it. So it's pretty well lit. So, and has, like, two rows of fluorescent light bulbs kind of caged in up uh, on the ceiling. Okay, uh, uh, Grandfather uh, Woodmore, I, I have discovered this ability, um, I'm not very good with it yet, but give me your hand. And he, uh, he takes your hand. And I'm going to, I need a place. I need a place that's, that, uh, I'm kind of mumbling, you know, a place that, that I know very, very well that, um, actually the clearing the place where I first, the Shadow Chad took me. I'm going to concentrate on that place. I'm going to take a hold of my grandfather's hand, and I'm going to try to pull him with me, which means I have to make a weird roll. And I failed every roll so far today. Get weird, get weird. Well, seven seven actually works out. Angel Wings, um, I believe it means somewhere different or separated. I'm going to think uh, we end up... I don't want to get separated at this point because that could be very bad for me. Uh, I think I'd like to end up somewhere different and unexpected. So as you're doing this and you're kind of focusing on those attributes of, you know, isolation, somewhere you can be alone, um, <laughs> uh, you, are te- you are teleported and you are in a familiar um, a familiar place. You're in the lounge, the well, the the staff lounge of the ski chalet, the Blackwood, the um, the Blackwood chalet up at the up at the top of the mountains. And you remember this place because you actually spent a winter working up here as a ski instructor. Yeah, and we have a company uh, bungalow here. Uh, Chad checks his pockets real quick. I know he took the key to the um, took the key to the house and the grounds and everything, but I bet he didn't take the key to the chalet 
because he had already forbidden me from skiing uh, for competition. What's the chances I got the key? Roll me a... Just roll me 2d6. An 8. So, mixed success. Maybe I don't have the key, but I can think of somewhere else to go. Or so perhaps... you don't have the key, but you know that they always keep a ring of spare keys in the... Um... Uh, behind the desk. Uh, the the, the congier's desk or something like that? Yes, basically. All right, I'm going to pop my head out of the lounge and look around because ski season's open right now. I, me and my friends in the first uh, first week of school were planning on coming up here. So, But it's, it's probably mid-morning, so not exactly prime skiing time. I'm just taking a... So you guys were planning on going up to the mountain, but not up to the... Chalet, which doesn't actually open for another few months because it's uh, um, it's closed right now, like uh, shining time, right? Uh, uh, okay, well, in that case, we'll we'll just stroll casually. I was thinking I need to steal him like a coat or something to cover his hospital gown. All right, grandfather, um, that was not exactly what I was expecting, but surprise, you're free. As you do this, he kind of grabs you by the face and starts looking you up and down and just kind of. Nods a head and goes, interesting, very interesting. We should need, we'll need to talk more about this, Chadwick. Yeah, I'm hoping that there'll be a little knowledge transfer here. You know, I just, just spring you from that place and all. So there's a lot of stuff I don't know that I need to know really fast. <laughs> oh, you have no idea. Although I guess that is the point of this, isn't it? <laughs> um... There are people who say that about me. I usually end up giving them a swirly and locking them in a locker. But hey, that's the old Chad. He just kind of looks at you and just kind of cocks an eyebrow, just like, mm -hmm. Sorry, high school humor. Grandfather, let's head over to uh, head over to the desk. We'll grab the key. Maybe it's best to... Um, am I aware of any other... Like bungalows that are, are owned by a friend that would use them infrequently, uh, as opposed to going to the company one where they might actually look for me at? Uh, so you actually, well, what you remember is there's actually, um, they actually there's one that they keep closed for one of the families. That is, it's just one old guy that never comes up there anymore. And he basically has pays to have it cleaned and, and maintenance, although you never did that, being being oh, your yeah, yeah, wonderful yeah. self. Um, so you'd always I, heard about it. And I'm thinking I've probably got a couple of weeks before people start coming up here to get it ready for the season. So at least it's a, it's a place to crash. So um, Grandfather and I will head over there, and I'll see if I can rustle us up some food so we can sit down and talk. So, all right. So you guys, um, I need you to make me an act under pressure check. Cool. A seven, mixed success. Luckily, it's you don't have to to worry about it too much. Um, as you kind of come around, you stick your head out. Um, before you had taken a real step out, you see that there's a there's what appears to be um, one of the janitors kind of walking around, uh, just kind of like listening to music on headphones, um, and he has this kind of cart of cleaning supplies. And you know that they normally keep at least one person on staff to, to keep it cleaned and renovated. Well, my normal impulse would be to bribe him, but I don't have anything to do that at the moment. So we're going to just try to stay hidden 
quiet and move out of his earshot. Hopefully my grandfather will not break down into a psychotic episode at this point. No, uh, your grandfather actually seems to have gotten, has gotten down um, and is kind of like looking carefully out at the man tracking his movements. Uh, My grandfather seemed to be using any sort of like extrasensory perception or is he just being observant? He's just being observant. Mm, Okay, go ahead. He kind of looks at you and he goes, go get him. He says quietly, just like, go get him. So as you head off, we're going to cut to Dottie. So Dottie, um, after after your your day of Fridays, um, it's been about two weeks and there hasn't really been an incident. Anything that you've uh, wanted to do? I go to the library every single day and I just read books about antique houses. Sometimes I've, in fact, read most of these books already. So at this point, I'm rereading the books just to have some form of familiarity and some form of control over my life right now. Um, I think I'm staying away from my friends so much, not just our little posse, but like the usual friends that I would be like, you know, that it's probably a little bit worrying. Probably worrying to my parents, too. I don't know. Uh, so you've been so you've been spending that. It's probably about a weekend, and you're just sitting there reading uh, reading a book on antiques. And mm-hmm. it's one you've already read before. It's one of your favorites, and you're kind of just enjoying that familiar comfort of it. And as you kind of, like, shift and lean back a little bit, almost to stretch your back, you look up, and suddenly... You're on the porch again. I don't want child. Who do you need me to kill now? Hmm. Well, no one at the moment. Oh, that's good. Maybe if you'd want to kill some of these cookies or some tea, as um. Kind of up as um, very, very grandmotherly. She has a small plate of what appear to be uh, oatmeal raisin cookies and some <coughs> some black tea in a in a um, in a mug as she offers them out. All right, that's all I accept. Huh. 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 Why did you bring me here? I can tell when any of my children are in crisis. I'm not the only one, then, of whatever's going on, hmm? No. You are not the only one. There were many more. There will be many more. We're simply one. Well, who are some other ones? Hmm. Memories of your previous, the previous. Previous. Maybe that would be good. As she kind of um, thinks for a moment and then opens her hands as these kind of fireflies move out and then suddenly the the glow that they're emitting forms into these different people as you see a man, um, muscular, um, dark hair with these kind of savage green eyes wearing a, wearing a, um, 
wearing a skin of this massive deer, massive, um, as he shifts into this half-human, half-stag creature um, and mauls what appears to be just this massive ball of sort of stitched-together rotting flesh. Um, and then you see uh, another one, which appears to be sort of more familiar. It's um, It's a girl dressed in this strange, like, almost 1920s flapper dress, but it's longer, and she has this flower crown in her hair. And you watch as she grows these vines around these strange red creatures with these bat-like wings as she kind of, like, pulls them to the ground. And it flashes through a few more of these kind of just people with with very much a, a nature vibe uh, doing these different feats as she, sh- she slowly closes her hand and it ends... And she looks over to you. Well, I didn't want to really see any of that. I was hoping more for, you know, some commiseration. But, uh, sure, of course, naturally, my mental breakdown or whatever is going on. I, of course, now believe I have past lives. Of course I would. <laughs> she she kind of chuckles a bit. No, each, each of your, your life is unique. These were not you. But there are others of there are other other children. Some once were, some will be, some are. As as it has always been. Well, why is it always? What do you mean always? I mean, if you're always trying to fix something, how come it's so unfixed? Hmm? Who says we're trying to fix things? Well, are you trying to wreck it? No. I simply want to exist. And have things that exist continue to exist. That looked a lot more than just simply existence. What is here and what is there are different. Now, when what is there threatens what is here... I do not wish for what is here to be harmed. How can you be so sure that you're right? Like, how can you be so sure that what you're protecting is more important than whatever they're doing? Well, I do not know them. I only know me. And all I can th- and all I can think of is Anything that that attacks me, anything that that attacks with no discernible reason, no justification, it's not, I mean, it's just a rampage. Well, I mean, maybe it's a misunderstanding. I mean, hasn't that... It could be. I mean, what is right and wrong to begin with? (laughs) Well, I mean, I would think that... Most things can coexist. I, for instance, there were some mirror people, and I was able to talk to them. And I think the roach people probably would have been able to talk with if a certain industry owned by certain people, who will go unmentioned in this holy realm, hadn't barged in with their technical apparatuses. In fact, I think most of this could have been avoided, whatever this is. I I think this could have all 
I think this could have been avoided. But I don't know how to avoid it. And I'm not sure your approach is best. And now I've... I've done your approach. I've tried it once. And I... I don't... I don't know what that makes me. It makes you whatever you want to be. We aren't something always. Everything is changing and growing and developing. What you are now will not be the same as what you are when you wake up tomorrow. And no, I'm pretty sure I will still be Dottie Luzkov when I wake up tomorrow. I mean, I will... I'll still be Dottie Luzkov, won't I? You will be whoever you want to be. If you want to be Dottie Luzkov, you can be. Well, who is Dottie Luzkov, then? Who do you think Dottie Luzkov is? Dottie Luzkov is someone that wants things to coexist. And with things that can ex coexist, she is accepting. When things upset the coexistence, she is upset. Which is the same way I feel. But does that mean that I have to kill Shad? I mean, he he is not exactly an agent of coexistence. He is um, an agent of, um, oh, what's that word my parents love to use so much? Barbarism. He has barbarism. And um, I, uh, what is... Why, why am I a 16-year-old? Why do I have a job? And if so, am I getting paid? <laughs> and I laugh at this. And then I just kind of, the laughter kind of dies, and I kind of look out into the meadow, and I have this kind of stunned look on my face, like I just, I'm not sure what to make of anything. That is life. What you thought was might not be. What you think might be, might also not be. That is the delightfulness of it. And if you worry of such things, then find a way for coexistence to be established. Make things better. I'll try. Know when to bend like a reed and when to stand like an oak. That is all you can do. And as she says that, you sort of, you wake up and you're in the library and one of the, the librarians is actually tapping you on the shoulder. Um, and she, and he looks down and goes, Dottie, Dottie, it's, uh, it's closing time. You're going to have to, fortunately, I'm going to have to ask you to, to head out here. Oh, well, uh, okay. Well, you. I'll be back tomorrow. Well, we're happy to see you. And he gives you kind of a smile and uh, helps you out. I mean, so, I, I kind of give her a smile, but it's kind of a tight smile, and I kind of walk away. Like, I'm just really not doing human interaction right now, even on this base level. <laughs> but I, I let her walk me out. Danny, what is Danny doing? Uh, yeah, I think uh, Danny's just doing... Um, like I said, boring stuff, um, letting, you know, letting his mom make 
uh, waffles. I think that was uh, what we had decided was his favorite waffles and orange juice. Um, and you know, while he listens to the radio, um, you mentioned uh, the the ranger coming by. Um, not sure what his mo- motives would be, uh, and and I assume that Danny's mom would let would let Danny go off with the ranger. But uh, yeah. So um, actually, so it's probably. It's probably been a, about a week since that last uh, that Saturday, and your mom has been kind of she's been acting funny all all morning. She woke you up a little bit early. Um, she had you kind of pack uh, pack a day pack, so you have you know medicine, water, whatnot, and she's made your favorite bre- breakfast and is sitting down at the table with you and is um and she's smiling. She goes, so Danny, I I'm. You know, I, I know it's been a little bit more confusing and things have been a little bit strange, um, but I, ha- uh, I have a little surprise for you that I'm a, sure. A surprise. A surprise. A good surprise? It is a good surprise. Okay. You know that I don't like bad surprises. I don't think anyone likes bad surprises, but I know you That's don't true. like bad surprises either. That's very true. Nobody likes a bad surprise. And as she's kind of talking to you, she goes, so I know that you've been, I've actually been really proud. You've been hanging out with your friends um, more and that's good. You know, I've always worked hard for you to make friends and, and, you know, I'm glad you're here. Um, although one of your older friends has, uh, you know, had decided that uh, something, uh, you know, you, you deserve a little, a little treat for, especially Helping out those miners, those were, I'm so proud of you for that. And she's just kind of very happy and excited. And you hear a knock at the door and she goes, oh, would you, uh, would you like to go get that? What I, is this the good surprise or is this going to be a bad surprise? I'll go get it. And, um... You get it, and you walk, and you open the door, and standing there is uh, Ranger Harrison, and you've known Ranger Harrison since you were a little kid, and he's stopped by um, all the time. He's, you know, he likes to take you take you on hikes and whatnot. He tried to get you into the Scouts, but it was not your fa- it was not your thing, and so he's just kind of been. Well, I think that uh, Danny Danny just looks up at the Ranger, and and using uh telepathy says uh i just asked the ranger are you a good surprise or a bad surprise um and he looks down at danny and just kind of um in his mind says uh i would hope to be a good surprise and danny in his mind just says no no wait danny out loud just says that's good okay let's go and your mom kind of looks a little confused, and he goes, "Oh, you know how Danny is." And he goes, "Um, well, you got your got everything you need. Got your backpack. Got a good breakfast in you." Yes, my mother packed everything for me. She made my favorite breakfast, which is waffles, lots of butter and syrup, and orange juice. I don't like the pulp. The pulp is too texturized in my mouth, and I don't like that. I like it to be smooth. And silky. I don't like pulp either, Danny, and I completely understand. He kind of 
two miles and as you grab regular so we're heading up to uh sharp tooth today gonna do a nice little hike how's that sound that sounds very interesting and exciting i'm very excited delightful you're gonna i think you're gonna love this you're gonna have a good time with this and he kind of ushers you out of the house and starts to drive and he kind of you know he turns on the radio and he's kind of sitting there a little bit awkward and quiet after uh, last time can Danny uh, can Danny uh, uh, use telepathy to get a sense of of why he he might be I mean Danny Danny actually doesn't really care that he's quiet you know like if no one ever spoke ever again I don't know that Danny would care <laughs> you know what I mean <laughs> um so kind of Danny Danny's got this weird point where with the ranger he's very he can tell when things are off with him he spent a lot of time around him and you know he's normally very chatty talkative talking about new plants different families of animals that you guys have tracked in the woods and their you know growth development whatnot um and so do you want to use your telepathy to kind of suss it out yeah yeah i think i think danny would would kind of be sitting in um in silence uh, you know, content in the silence, and then realize that he's not necessarily, uh, uh, you know, acting like himself uh, at some point. So, um, yeah, I think he would use telepathy for that. So you kind of to read their thoughts. Uh, he's just, oh God, I'm an, uh, I just, uh, I got to talk to him about going after those creatures. As um, he kind of like sits there and it's just like, you know, he's, you know, mixtures of worry and then trying to figure out how to broach the topic of he knew he knew, knew knows that you guys went after those creatures. And trying to broach breach that topic with you is the main things in his mind right now. So Danny would interrupt the silence and, and say, Ranger Harrison, why is it an issue that I would go? after the creatures why we would try to stop them or help them or whatever the case may be given that specific circumstance any um uh, uh, uh well for what i'm worried about yeah he he kind of like he fumbles up his words um i i'm i'm worried about you getting hurt danny you know i more you know things are uh, things are strange danny and some of that strangeness ain't good that is true i i did get hurt i did get hurt one of the one of the bug creatures did spit some acid at me and that that hurt see and I, you know i just <sighs> you haven't told your mom have you about and the bugs no I haven't seen a point to tell her She, I don't think she needs to be involved I will tell her if she does though well that's I mean that'll be good but just remember make it a secret keep it you know 
it's one of those things where, it, like you said, if she doesn't need to know, there's nothing you need to say about it. Yes. But just... I... Annie, how long have you been able to do the mind, mind thing? I don't understand. What mind thing are you talking about? Danny, you're talking to me through your mind. I'm, I don't, you know, we actually use our mouths to speak. I'm talking with my mouth right now. I mean, well, earlier, like when I answered the door, how long have you been able to do that? I don't understand. I, I didn't say anything to you with my mouth. I don't understand what you're saying. So, Danny, you can say things with your mouth and then with your without your mouth, right? I I don't understand. I don't understand what you're saying. Hmm. Well, uh never mind. Um have you anything else weird happened to you that you've noticed recently? Other than uh Well, other than fighting bugs. No, no, not that I know of. What would be strange? What would be weird? I don't understand. What? I don't know if you can, I mean, if you notice things like you, you really, you didn't notice earlier when I came and answered the, uh, when I came and answered the door and you asked me if I was a good surprise or a bad surprise. I just wanted to know. Yeah, no, no, no. There's nothing wrong with the question. It's how did you relay that information to me? I don't understand. I just wanted to know. I just wanted to know. That's that's all. I didn't want to do anything bad. Did I do something bad? No, 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 no. You're fine. Just keep an eye, keep an eye on yourself. You know, you're a growing boy. Puberty happens. Who knows? Is this a puberty thing? Uh, he kind of, uh, sort of, it's, just keep an eye on yourself, you know, if you experience any strange changes. I learned about puberty in class, I know that hair is going to grow in, in places, and, and that my voice might start getting deeper, and, and that, uh, girls will start to look pretty, uh, or maybe boys, and I don't know, I think it's okay either way, and maybe they won't, I don't know. I didn't understand that part, but it's okay. Uh, he just, he kind of just, like, uh, he just looks at the road for a second and just goes, Oh, boy. Oh, Harrison, what have you got yourself into? Uh. Danny, by the way, Danny is hearing all of that. (laughs) Uh, what what I mean, Danny, is, I mean... How did you beat those bug creatures? Anything strange happen with them? Well, Lucas did some strange things. He has abilities uh, that uh, I don't fully understand it, but uh, he's kind of like a superhero, which makes sense if you think about it. But then Chad, uh, Chad had a gun, which I didn't like. And, and Dottie, I, I think Dottie just stood there. 
I don't I don't remember what Dottie did. I yeah, I'm pretty sure she just stood there. She didn't do anything. Um uh and then um Yeah, Lucas Lucas is actually pretty awesome. He did he did a lot of cool things and and uh uh and then and then the gun the gun that that chad had chad shouldn't have guns i don't think he's i don't think he's a good gun user i don't think he's a safe gun owner uh he kind of like he just he listens to you and goes all right uh yeah i mean well sometimes well chad is not a safe gun owner i'll i'll tell you that much um, oh, um, well, okay, so you guys get up and get out of the car, and he starts leading you on a hiking trail, and you're just talk, talking about that. Well, uh, just, and he kind of moves, and he takes off that familiar kind of accessory, and he's there in his non-human form. Ranger Harrison, when you asked about strange things earlier, um, I should tell you right now that a strange thing is happening. Do you realize that that you do not look like a human? Uh, yeah, I am. Uh... All right, this is uh, this has been a long time coming, but I'm sure you've. Uh... Oh, you need to know. I saw I saw this form before. I know, and we, and we didn't really talk about it, and I was kind of glad. But if you get into this, you need to know things. One, you stay away from Lucas Santiago. You understand me? No, I don't. He's my friend, and he's really good at skateboarding. Yes. Just trust me on this one, Danny. And well, you're like this, and not in a literal sense. Um, you're strange, as it, in a sense, you're not like normal humans. That's what my mother says. My mother says that I I am a special boy. But I imagine all, all mothers say the same thing about their children, so I never thought much of it. Well, in your case, it's in a very much more literal sense. I don't want to look like you. Do I have to look like you? Nope. You have a different sort of power than I do. I had a, I had a, a chrome eye one time, and I didn't like that. I wish that I had two chrome eyes if I had to have different eyes at all. Really? Um... But yeah, see, that would be strangeness. Normal boys don't have two chrome eyes, and there's nothing wrong with that. But how do you know? How do you know? How do I know what? How do you know that normal boys don't have chrome eyes? Do you know every boy in the world in history? There might be a lot of people who have had chrome eyes... And you just don't know. So I, I don't know that that's strange. Well, Danny, do the, how many people in Pine Forge do you know that have chrome eyes? That's a good point. I never thought of it that way. Do you know the answer? Was I the only one? 
As far as I am aware, you are the only one that's ever had chrome eyes and pine forge. That's kind of neat, I guess. But you got other things too, and I don't know exactly what you have, but when you talk to me, sometimes you don't use your mouth. Like right now? I feel like I'm using my mouth right now. Is his is he communicating te telepathically or verbally? He is not. No, he's he's communicating verbally. He doesn't have a need to communicate uh, telepathically. No, right now when you you can feel your mouth moving, can't you? You know, tongue. I think so. Things like that. Yes, I think so. Well, sometimes when you talk to people, you don't use your mouth. As far from what I can tell. You, uh, you use your mind, and I was actually... How do I do that? I don't think I do. I think you're wrong. Well, would you care to want to try out? Try something out? Yes. Yes. Um, alright. Here. I want you to close your mouth. And close your eyes. So, does the tele is he still reading his thoughts? Um, I think I think because he's being put on the spot, he's like naturally like uh, uh, dampening that that ability. You know what I mean? Like, I hope that makes sense. Where it's just kind of like uh, because he's thinking about it, he's not doing it. All right. Um. Suddenly, he uh, he doesn't hear anything for a little bit, and then he hears, Danny, without opening your mouth, tell me hello. I'm right in front of you. Can I um, can I actually roll weird to see if, if he's able to do it? Sure. All right. Uh, mixed success, seven. Um, uh... I, so what I want to say is Danny Danny does this. Hmm. 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 All right, Danny, you can open your eyes. I don't think that I said hello. I wasn't able to enunciate well enough. Yeah, that, that's fine, Danny. Um... Well, let me, he flips on his accessory again. Um, all right, well, uh, we'll, we'll, we can practice more later. For now, let's head up on this hike. And he, he takes, and for a nice hike, but Lucas. Uh, I, have, I have an idea, though. So since I want everybody to go, to come here. So, like, I reach out and I call their houses and stuff. Obviously, I call the radio shack or radio station for Chad, but he's not there. And then I think just subconsciously I use inf use the infection. And since both uh, Danny and Chad are infected, I can use it to like send them basically like a compulsion that they want to find, like come to this place. How's that sound? Yeah. Uh, roll use, uh, use infection. 13, baby. All right. So who do you want the 13 to influence? Chad um, or... So since I get a, I get pick two, uh, can I just use it to infect 
or like to compel, compel each of them. Um, I don't even want to really control them. I just want to give them the impression to go to the to the clearing. All right. Uh, no, I'll, I'll be. I'm okay with that. So basically, um, Chad, you're, you've been spending a lot of time with your grandfather, who's been quietly um, sort of talking with you, um, and you suddenly get this this desire to uh, to go out for a walk in this woods. You remember seeing this beautiful aspen grove. And you don't know why, but you just have the kind of urge to go to go see it. Um, Danny, you get the same kind of feeling. Uh, Dottie, however, as Lucas is calling people, uh, Dottie, you are pulled to the front desk for a phone call. Um, it's Lucas, and he gives you his invitation. Hey, uh, hey, Dottie, Dottie, I I found these uh these trees, uh. And I try to give her some kind of code, but Lucas is not that smart. And he's like, these trees with like, uh, like, uh, lasers. Okay. Uh, yeah. So there's, uh, there's these trees with lasers and, um, definitely meet me in the grove where the shiny trees are. Wink, wink. Uh, you know, the trees that were shiny, the shiny ones. I, I think I need Shine. a little bit of time. Shine. Shiny trees. No, seriously. Shiny trees. I gotta go. Okay, hurry up. I'll see you there. Uh, 5.30. 5.30 p.m. Okay, bye. I'm not sure I'm gonna show up. Okay, does... Does... Uh, Luke, does Dottie have a bag or anything? Like a purse? Don't steal my damn purse. What's wrong with you? Oh, definitely... Definitely, the bird is gonna. If you don't come, the bird has got instructions. <laughs> I hope you didn't like that bird too much. I will punch it into the next universe. Danny and Chad, can you guys mm. roll me weird rolls? Okay, I rolled an eight, mixed success, and Josh and I got a failed. Yeah. So, um, and then now I, I don't know if this will be good for the failure or be bad for the failure, but uh, Danny's gonna have kind of like a. Uh, yeah, Danny's going to be conflicted because Ranger Harrison told him don't, you know, don't associate with uh, Lucas. Um, and so what I'm curious about at this point is does does Danny trust uh, uh, the Ranger more than he does Lucas? So whatever, yeah. whatever, you know, you want to weave into that failure, um, uh, Isaac, uh, uh, Keeper. Please, please do. I'm relinquishing a control well, do you again. Even, do you even know that, Dan, like, did Lucas, yeah, Lucas didn't get a hold of you. Okay. Oh, did I call him? Right, but he doesn't know Lucas is doing that. But I, I can imagine, though, I can only imagine that, that there might be some sort of pull of, like, I should go here because Lucas is going to be there. You know what I mean? Like, I think that makes sense. But then Chad wouldn't go. Da Danny, you're going, you have, you know, you trust Ranger Harrison. Um, but you also know that you trust Lucas. And so you at least want to see both sides of how this will turn out. So you, you're going to be cautious, but you're going to go see Lucas and you follow that because you failed. Chad, um, 
You, I will say, you have a choice. Your grandfather has kind of been facing in and out of being very, very lucid and very, very not lucid. And, like, going back to just, like, sitting on the ground quietly. Um, I would have provided him with a whiteboard or chalk or paper or something. So I'm very curious if, if when he goes unlucid, if he's, like, drawing out more equations. And if he is, can I make anything out of those equations, given the things I know now? Um, he is writing more equations. You have no idea what they mean. So my choice, you were saying? The choice is you can either stay... Um, and work with your grandfather, or obviously you can uh, go down to that Aspen Grove you remember. And you remember your shadow trying to pull you there, so... Yeah, but I think Chad is... Well, he doesn't necessarily associate this with with, um, uh, Lucas... I think he associates it with the uh, the involuntary teleportation that was happening to him before, and that now that he has his own ability, that it's not working the way it was before, so he feels it's those kids, or something to do with those kids, and he doesn't want to deal with that right now, so he is going to stay with his grandfather. Alright. Um, so... Uh, I will say this. Hate to sacrifice an XP, but I don't think Chad would go. You don't. All right. So Chad is trying to trying to do that. I need you to roll me one. I need uh, you to roll me one more weird check, Chad. All right. Eleven. Uh, so you see your shadow kind of reach out and take your hand and start to to pull it into this kind of pull yourself into the frost, but then you kind of pull backwards and. Um, are now still standing at the ski lodge as your shadow's just like looking up at you. I don't like being forced to go places. Sorry, Shadow Chad. I like you, but you know, you're going to have to let me deal with my grandfather for a little bit here. Um, it kind of rubs its eyes and just shrugs um, and your shadow shifts back to normal. Uh, the rest of you, however, Dottie, do you want to go hang out with Lucas? No, I don't really want to hang out with anyone. Danny! Uh, Lucas, you, uh, you're sitting outside the, uh, the workshop and Danny shows up. Hold on, hold on. I want to either roll plus weird or cool to try and get my bird to steal our purse and leader here. Okay. Uh, roll plus weird. 12, baby. Cool. Can I roll to kick the bird's ass? Probably act under pressure. Well, yeah, probably act under pressure to keep the purse. Hell yeah. <laughs> so this bird yeah. just comes out of the air, right? <laughs> and I'm like, oh, no, you don't. I have no patience for this today. Do you hit it or anything? Yes. Okay. Shall I punch it? Please. I'm punching the bird. Good enough. <laughs> How much damage do you do? It's a mixed success. You exchange harm. That means you're scratched. Now oh, you're fine. infected. What? <laughs> 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 oh, right. Come on. Come on. No, it's good. I like this. That's how I infect the whole town. No. I've got a plan. <laughs> no, you're not allowed to be the Borg. Okay, anyway, so Danny shows up outside of the the shack. He, can he see me? I think I'm invisible, right? Because of the illusion thing? No, you're not you're... invisible at the moment. Hey, do I have to lose the ranger? Do I have to 
No, no, no. This is this is the different day. You. Oh, had, okay. Uh, well, then I could have just called him on the phone. <laughs> yeah, I, I just. I mean, I, I realized that. I realize that we're trying to get the party together and all, but I, I just feel like fiction- Ted's like, fuck you. No, no, no. Just fictionally <laughs> positioning. Uh, everybody's yeah. kind of gone through some trauma mm. and it's not, yeah. I, I mean, it's not just me. I don't see Dottie or Danny wanting to get together right now either. You know, it's like, yeah, you know, it's just, yeah. But of course, Lucas is like, you know, uh, I can see him doing what he's doing, but I can also see everybody else resisting. Sure, it it makes sense. It's fine. I don't think Lucas was was doing it on purpose, like trying to summon them. I still think it's kind of an involuntary, like, like, like man, you know, you tried and get you try, you know, you really want Danny and and you really want everyone to show up so you can show them this because it's you're really interested in this stuff and right, right. this is amazing. You've been talking to 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 Graham and he's just been talking to you about like. Things that happen here. Um, yeah. And yeah. so, and so, yeah, Danny is the only one that shows up and he walks into the clearing. And is this, uh, have you, how many days after you, your initial discovery have you been trying to, have you been? I think for two or three days, I've been like calling their houses and where I thought that they were staying for Chad. Um, not that I particularly like him, but now I feel like we're kind of, in this together kind of you know we've found these crazy ruins and also somehow i keep seeing through his eyes which is crazy so during this time i learn about my grandfather uh quick quick info dump what what are some of the things that i i hear from aid unfortunately i am running low on battery um but your Audio recorder is where you left it with the last tape in it, and I am. So, if you need any more refreshers, Mr. Santiago, I would hopefully recommend you start there. As uh, Aid kind of like gives you a nod and then slowly powers off. As you look and you see this kind of like blue power cell on the wall that has this blinking red light at the bottom of it. Oh, crap. Uh, well, okay, that's cool. Uh, Biggs, we've got a hologram. Um, I guess, could you fix that hole, Biggs, and I'll try and find this tape recorder? You see Biggs, uh, comes back, and, uh, he was, he kind of, like, climbs, climbs down this staircase that was there, and he has this big rat in his mouth, and he eats, and he goes, oh, sorry, Lucas, I was, uh, I got a bit peckish while you were talking to the, the orb thingy. Oh, yeah, that, uh, that's fine. I was wondering, since you can, like, make tentacles and crap, could you fix that hole in the ceiling? We're going to want this place fortified. Where the hole in the ceiling is, actually, there isn't a hole now, and there's this strange, like, semi... It's almost like a, 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 a plaster, but it's very glittery. Huh. Oh, never mind. Looks like it's sealed somehow. This is really weird. Do you remember before when you were a cat? Oh, it's fuzzy. I'm, uh, I, I can't really, it's, think of it sort of like when you've just woken up and you're kind of foggy on the details of everything. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't really know how to understand, how to say it much better than that. Your brain was smaller and you didn't have really good long-term memory. That, yep. <laughs> uh, okay. I guess let's look for this 
recording device. They said there's a tape player somewhere. And I think we just start looking through kind of the desks. I would start on the desks at first. Um, roll me a... Uh, roll me a sharp check, yeah. Oh, I finally failed. <laughs> Great. Thanks, Story. <laughs> um, as, of right, as of right now... Uh, you can't find it. Great, great. Yeah, so I'll just spend the next few days knowing that there's this recording device somewhere in here, and I'll search everything. So I'll just spend, like, days, me and Biggs, trying to find this thing. All right. I will, I will say just because of the sheer amount of time that you spend and, and look, and uh, you find it, and it's kind of underneath this book and uh, the central desk of this uh, this laboratory i'm gonna uh, when i find it i'm like oh biggs look i found it i think this is is it just one of those little mini tape recorder type deals yep look it's uh it's one of those sweet sony tape recorder things uh this episode is sponsored by sony tape recorder things (laughs) 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 just kidding don't sue us sony um yeah and then i press the button this is uh I just Santiago, um, October twenty eighth, October twenty eighth, nineteen eighty six. Running final test on adaptation of uh, subject X Y thirteen, known as Flash that hates. After doing some research, I finally got. To s- a stable subject within one of the mice um, seems to be holding uh, the mutation well, although it does seem to be having some issue with control and maintain uh, and maintenance of the of the actual infection itself. Uh, unfortunately, it does not seem fit for human trials, as all tissue samples exposed uh, seem to indicate non-compatibility. As far as I can tell. You'll get there. You just gotta keep working. Don't worry, you'll you'll do it. As the recording shuts off. Well, that's it for this episode of Strangers in the Pines. Don't forget to check us out on social media at the RPG Empire. Have an awesome day and play on.